Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Viva Life Show with me, Tori Ree. And your favorite blonde haired surfer boy. What's up? We've got Joshy Bolding Doesn't in the house. Doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? It can't say it's me, Josh Bolding. Doesn't Wait, do you pronounce your, how do you pronounce your surname? Bolding. Oh, these are the Bolding. 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 Uh, so we have got Josh Bolding in the building. Well, go on. Actually, it's not really a building. We're in a very open it is, I guess it's a building, but we're in a very open space right now. This is the buildingest building I've been in in the last, in the last three weeks, I think, compared to others. It's very, it's actually feels like a building compared to our villa. It's very open plan. Yeah, our, our villa's just ruins, mm. I guess, an open plan. Yeah, so when we're talking about open spaces and villas and open plan, the reason we are saying that is we are in Bali still. Um, so you can hear the birds tweeting away and, God, no, actually got the aircon on as well let me just stop that for a moment get rid of some background noise no idea if i've turned it off or not but anyway um so yeah we are here in bali and we have noticed a lot of things in regards to our lifestyles um and made some very conscious adaptations to it as of late um it's kind of been a bit of a domino effect and i think it's fair to say that it definitely started with the compostable packaging. Um, that we have finally... Yeah, we're just getting attacked by flies and mosquitoes. So if you hear a few slaps, don't worry. Uh, I'm not beating Josh up today. Um, but yeah, I think it's fair to say that that's probably where it stemmed for a lot of us. So it's something that we're all aware of in regards to like plastic consumption. and. Yeah, I mean, I think... Well, certainly for me, I think for you too, it's, it goes way back. Right? Oh, for like, sure. Obviously... We've always been conscious of the impact we're having from an environmental point mm-hmm. of view. For me, it was a big reason why I went vegan. Yep. And ever since then, I've always been trying to do as much as humanly possible to limit my consumption, whether mm. that's plastic, whether that's emissions, whatever. Um, but I have realized, and I checked myself a few months ago and realized that I can do a lot better. Mm. And I think that's a mindset that everyone should be taking into when it comes to sustainability, mm-hmm. because if we all just try and do better than we were doing, then we will all make massive, massive progress. Mm. So it's not about trying to be perfect. It's not about trying to live completely off the grid and, and yeah. have a completely, you know, not buying into any consumerism at all, but it's about doing the best that you possibly can at this moment. And the best that you possibly can at this moment should be better than it did six months mm. ago. So for us personally, and like our group, we've been trying like, our real best to really implement those changes and especially mm. being out here because we we can't run away from the fact that we've taken a 19 hour flight to get here mm. right and obviously that has an environmental impact in itself so we have to now bear that in mind and say okay if you are going to travel to a place like this then what can you do to give back and what can you do to make your the reason that you've traveled as net mm-hmm. net negative as possible first thing you can do is actually offset your flight I wanted to ask you about that anyway, so I'm glad that you've just got into that. Um, I've seen it a lot more on things about offsetting travel, mm-hmm. offsetting flights, etc., etc. So you're definitely the best person to discuss it because I know it's something that we do as a company as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're obviously we're a carbon neutral company, which means we offset all of our emissions. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not perfect. I'm not going to be here and say that you can fly all you want and as long as you offset it because I don't. I'm not. When when you carbon offset a flight, you're investing into renewable energy in the future Mm. so the way that carbon offsetting typically works is that you would uh, plant trees for the um, the carbon emissions that you've done and then obviously 
those trees have to grow it takes something like 15 to 18 years for trees to actually mm. sequester that carbon from the environment so it's long term yeah and we haven't as you know we haven't got 15 exactly. to 18 years um, or you invest into renewable energy projects so you invest into things like wind and solar power mm. which then um, counteract the carbon from electricity um, but so that's obviously one step that you can do but it's not you know it is a long-term investment so it's just really when you fly or when you do anything it's just being conscious of that yes you are emitting carbon so what can you do to car- to counteract that uh, counteract mm-hmm. it that's like step one right so uh, uh, i think the thing is as well it's quite easy i know i've done it numerous times where someone will check me mm. on certain things whether it's plastic consumption or taking this long flight yep um and you can't help but get a little piece defensive because it's like, well, but I do this, yeah, yeah. but I do that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, that's, and that's all well and good and we should all be praising each other yep. for those little steps. Mm-hmm. But it is acknowledging the fact that, yeah, but you, we can all still do better. 100%. And how good is it that you can have friends that call you out as mm. well, right? Mm-hmm. If there's people that just pat you on the back all day and say, oh, yeah, yeah, you didn't use plastic today. Yeah. If oh, my you God, have... you're a vegan. That's great. Right. <laughs> yeah. And these things are great. Like, yeah. I don't want anyone to think that they that they're not making a difference because right. a simple act of sure. being vegan we can talk about that later that mm. makes such a difference that's like the biggest thing that anyone can mm. do but that doesn't mean that if you see me buying some pineapple that's been wrapped in plastic when i can go down the road right. to the local fruit market and just buy a whole pineapple then you should you call me out exactly. and you, i know you would exactly i actually had this scenario recently where um, i've got a friend who's turned vegan and i'm super super proud of her um, but every day she buys watermelon, but she buys the watermelon in a little plastic pot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I appreciate the fact that you're not going and getting a roast chicken yeah. or you're not going out and getting a yogurt or whatever. But like for the sake of a watermelon, mm. also in regards to cost, I mean, 100%. she's not really doing herself any favors. Yeah. Go and buy yourself a damn melon and just yeah. chop it up. Um, but yeah, and I think a lot of it comes into place. It just takes that a little bit more preparation. It takes mm-hmm. a little bit more of a thought process. And I think I'm just going to call us out because <laughs> one thing, both of like I think our whole group, we're all very, very healthy. We're all whole fooders to be probably at least 80 to 90% of what we eat are whole foods. Yep. Um, <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah, you know exactly where it's going. But we all have a, a Krypton that I actually will put my hands up and... <laughs> take the blame for because I feel that I passed my addiction on as, as it became a domino effect around the whole villa yep. um, and that's granola mm-hmm. so I I don't have any sugar pretty much at all in my diet I don't even eat I eat fruit but I don't even eat I don't eat sugary fruits yep. um, but granola though like <laughs> hashtag Granola gang. There's something about granola that, that tricks you into thinking it's healthy. I know, right? <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, it's just oats. But yeah, so this is, and it was actually Axel that called us out. Yep. And he's just like, why do you keep buying these bags of granola? I'm like, well, because it's damn good. Mm. But yeah, but you can be buying this, like, you can buy it in Whole Food. Like, uh, yep. uh, what's, it, what's the word I'm after? Uh, reusable thing. Big, big. Zero big, waste, bulk buy. Bulk buy. Yep. There we go. Thank you. Um, and we're fortunate enough that we're in a place right now that we could actually do that. I mean, yep. at home, I can't. Mm-hmm. Where I live, anyway, I haven't got a Whole Foods. I haven't got anything like that. I mean, I could go to Costco potentially and get a big box of some Kellogg's granola, but yeah. that probably doesn't yeah, actually. Yeah, but there's definitely there's definitely things you can do. So like maybe when you're in London, you can go to one of the zero waste stores there. Mm. Like I'll give a couple of shout out. There's one called Harmless Store, which is in East London. 
um, and uh, I can't remember the name of the other one, but Planet Organic, they have like zero waste um, bulk buy, like f- refill mm. your own containers, that kind of stuff. And, you know, if you, again, it's just that prep ahead, right? If you're thinking, okay, I'm going to London today, I've got a granola addiction, yeah. so I'm going to take my biggest tubs and I'm going to fill them up when I'm there, then like stuff like that can make a real yeah, big exactly. difference. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure. I'll definitely go and check those ones out. Um, but yeah, and I think it's a case of, okay, well, I just don't, I just don't have it every day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, it's all well and good. I really do enjoy it. Da, da, yep. da, 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 but is it actually necessary? Is it, yep. is it, it's not like it's a medication or whatever. Mm-hmm. Medication wasn't necessarily the greatest example, but it's not something that I need to have. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's not necessary. It's just something I like. Yep. So, yeah. 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 So as a result, we're now all off granola, right? Yeah. We haven't bought any more. No. And have finished. you left it? Yeah. Well, I finished mine this morning, so I haven't really had a chance to miss it just okay. yet. Hopefully we'll go to the bulk buy store by then. <laughs> but this is actually the first time that I've really been exposed to them because, like I said, where I live, I live outside of London. Um, it's not countryside, but it's not necessarily quite caught up with things. Like I, I think I don't have any dedicated vegan restaurants in my area, mm. for example. Um, but it's definitely starting to happen that bit more. And being out here is the first time that I have been exposed to it. Um, no, exposure to these zero-waste bulk buy stores like there's I've, I've noticed a couple out here which is not something that I've seen before mm-hmm. because it probably even in London I'm normally in and out for a purpose do you know what I mean so I'm yep. not about browsing so I don't come across things yep. yeah yeah um, but they're popping up and like I, when I was down in Cornwall this summer Cornwall for international listeners Cornwall is very it's notoriously like slow pace of life mm. kind of probably a bit behind the times in a lot of things but um, and it's right it's right on like the corner of the UK so you have to travel south, a long way it? to get there yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's but there was two zero waste stores there and mm. it's the important thing is that when they do pop up in your local area to actually go there and show support because mm. when you do you're voting with your pounds with your dollars that this is something that what we're talking shaking your wrist because your bracelets are jangling that's not me no it is oh is it okay yeah. <laughs> um I'll take these off <laughs> it's it's voting with your dollar for the choices that you want to see if you if you want more accessibility to zero waste stores then that's what you need you need to we need to put our money where our mouth Mm. is and say look i'm actually going to go 10 minutes out my way to go to this zero waste store and buy my cashew nuts lentils Mm. granola everything all in one go so i'm not buying 10 plastic pouches from the supermarket those changes make a massive difference such a great concept as well it's amazing it doesn't it it feels like I feel like if it would have been done 50, 60 years ago, mm. but because everything got mass commercialised and everything, people are so used to going to supermarkets now. But it doesn't make sense for, from a supermarket mm-hmm. point of view either why they would bother weighing everything, putting it in a plastic yeah. bag, putting it on the shelves, because it's just there's so many more steps and so much more cost for them. It just makes so much more sense. Mm. Uh, I was about to say, can we take a guess at which superstore will do it first? But maybe not. No, I think... Um, I think I I reckon I. I think well, Waitrose. Are I was doing about it. to say Waitrose yeah. would be I think the first. Yeah, I think to they're do doing it because obviously they got rid of all of their plastic bags. They get rid of they got rid of all of the um, the coffee cups. You have to buy. Yeah. One of those little. I think they might be made of plastic, but they're reusable. Mm-hmm. Um, like little coffee cups. You have to buy them if you want a coffee from the coffee shop, yeah. unless you're sitting in. Yeah. And all those kind of like little changes. They're getting that. I think my main issue still, 
and I understand it is the whole fruit and veg. Mm-hmm. So I started ordering a box of um, organic vegetables to be cool. delivered to mine. Yep. And I asked for the plastic free shipping yep. option. Um, and there's an option on there, I'm not gonna obviously specify companies or whatever, because there's plenty, go do your research. Um, but this one, plastic free, cool. And then I went on there and you could, um, you had the option of like saying the things that you definitely don't want. So, for example, I, I don't eat pears. I don't want pears. I also don't want... Why? I don't know. I've just got an aversion to pears. I'd rather pears. eat an apple. Um, I, don't, I don't need any potatoes. I don't get through potatoes enough. Okay. I like potatoes. I'll take your pears and your potatoes. They're two of my okay. faves. And also, I didn't want any oranges. Okay. For example. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, that's all I'm bloody getting, isn't it? <laughs> Typical. Um, so, I reached out to them. Basically, they were explaining to me, like, that because it's still a relatively new option, that's the one thing that you actually can't do any substitutes on. Right, okay. Because although they could provide me with different options of fruit and veg, not in plastic, it's the whole process of them getting them in the first place. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's shipping plastic containers Mm, and this, that and the other. And unfortunately there's not enough methods at the moment to keep it fresh enough. Yeah. Because obviously that's my issue when I go to a a supermarket or whatever to get fruit and veg. Because, okay, yes, I would prefer to go to a farmer's market or something like that, but mm-hmm. again, in my area, we're a little bit behind apparently. Um, but yeah, it can be so frustrating. We're, we're in between times mm. at the moment. We are... We're aware of things, which is where I think it becomes a, fr- a bit frustrating sometimes. Yeah, but it also, we're in a place where we can do something about it. Mm. We're in a place where we have the power to affect change and to make these companies listen of where we want this to go every time that we go out of our way so for me i've got a supermarket 10 minutes from my house i have a farm shop 10 minutes from my house so it's not going out of my Mm. way to go to the farm shop and buy from this guy and buy all of my fruits and vegetables where Mm. seasonal locally grown and rather than going to the supermarket where it is more convenient because i can Mm. get everything there so it takes more time but every time i do that the supermarkets are not getting my money and they're thinking, well, how are we going to yeah, keep exactly. up? And then they have to think that way and they have to think, okay, how can mm. we cater to these people? And you can, you can really affect change on a micro level by doing that. If, if we all do that and then these companies are going to listen, but we have to accept that we are in a time where of transition mm-hmm. and we're not going to be able to be perfect, but we can get it so we move in that direction. The one thing I will say, I'd I am noticing more farm stores popping back up again. Yeah. But and not necessarily like the ones that are selling meat either, just mm-hmm. fresh fruit and veg. Yep. Um, I, I don't drive, so it's not always that they're easiest for me to get to type thing, but there are so many more options. Yep. Um, which is kind of exciting because it we obviously, however many years ago, our grandparents were all getting their fresh fruit and veg. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? From Sally down the road or from Jim up, yep. up at the grocer's. And then all of a sudden that all went and it all went to supermarkets. Mm-hmm. And that was, I remember at one point there was a stage where it was like, you actually didn't, I didn't feel like you could go down a road without a Tesco extra. <laughs> like yeah. it, it was mad. Yep. But yeah, there's definitely that kind of turning point again now where we're like, oh, hold up. Yep. I think people want to take back their power. Mm. I think people are realizing that they, that this is not the future they want to create. Mm. So it's up to people so I feel like whenever I'm on a podcast, I always use him as an example, but Jack, 
right? So in his local, we love Jack. <laughs> in his local community, he is making. He's basically he's growing the fruits and vegetables for so many people now, mm. and it's takes someone like him to say, right? No, like number one, the nutritional value of supermarket produce is. Like, yeah, exactly. Not worth it. And number two, there's all these, these extra shipping and plastic and everything that comes with it. So, I'm going to be the one that Im- that can influence change, mm-hmm. and we can all do that in some way. Whether that's growing your own, growing our own, whether that's buying from someone local, mm-hmm. or whether that's in a completely different way, and whether yeah. that's you know affecting change in your own workplace, whether that's saying um, going to your local gym and saying that oh actually you're using plastic cups in your water cooler. Have you thought about paper ones? Mm-hmm simple as that like we can all make a difference so I don't want anyone to ever feel powerless because I did for a long time yeah I felt like it's all bigger than you yeah exactly but if we all think like that then nothing will happen but if we all think the other way then change will happen and we can I agree I'm gonna let's think like a couple of things that I've done to to reduce because like it's all well and good talking about being plastic free but obviously Mm -hmm. that's that is difficult so we'll talk about plastic reduction and some of the things that I've I've done personally is for example the Nespresso machine I love a coffee mm-hmm. I love coffee um, but it was actually my dad who pointed out he's like yo like these you can get um, you can actually go out and get Nespresso like the shape of the Nespresso cup thing but they're reusable so you put your own coffee in okay. it yep. um, that was an option but then we just realised no do you know what like, let's just get proper coffee beans and go mm-hmm. back to the original kind of coffee uh, which is actually just as convenient as an espresso machine yeah. anyway. Yeah. And it's fresher and there's no plastic. So that was one thing that I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is the natural shampoo bars. Yep. Um, I haven't found necessarily a conditioner yet that works, but I've reduced in regards to the shampoo. Like yep. All my shampoo now is shampoo bars. Uh, body lotions that I use is generally soaps. Yep. Um, when it comes to... Um, wow, we've got a bird going wild out here. Uh, but yeah, moisturizers, I'll tend to use like coconut oil, which obviously comes in yep. a, for my body, not my face, but that comes in a, in a glass jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and trying to be a little bit more conscious of those kinds of products that yep. is so easy to just, you go into any kind of like store and that's just straight up what's available. Yep. It's also not necessarily the best for you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my final little tip that I'm going with, because I stole this off Josh, um, <laughs> but it was the Berkey water filter. I'm actually... Yeah, massive. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other brands. I'm not just putting that one out there. Um, but it's incredible. Like, And it actually works out so much cheaper as yeah. well. Like, yeah. there is... like It's got a fluoride filter, all the heavy metal filters in it. You can yeah. put pond water in it or river water and it would still come out just as pure. Um, but it actually has taste to it. I feel like some of those like, hardcore filters that get rid mm. of a lot of stuff... I'm actually going to give myself a new title. I'm going to call myself a water connoisseur. <laughs> Anybody who tries to tell me that water is just water and it all tastes the same, they're the people I do not want to socialise with. Do not trust people who say that all water tastes the same. So, um, yeah, this water has a really good flavour. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like water, but it's just good. It's like, it's not too heavy, not too, not too hard, not too soft. Yeah. Right? Like it's, Goldilocks, but with water. Literally, literally, it's the perfect water. Um, but I'm saving on bottles. I now have uh, my metal bottle that's just refillable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I can still keep track of the amount of water I'm drinking. It's easy enough to fill up. Yep. 
like I said, it works out, I think, with renewing the filters every year, it's, it still only works out that it cost me like £40 a year because it's got an 11 year warranty. Yep. I can tell you now I was spending at least probably £40 a month on water mm. in bottles. Yeah. Um, so it's brilliant on all fronts. Yeah. And I feel way more conscious for it. 100%. Pat on the back. What about you? What other little tips have you got? Well, I was going to ask you what you're struggling with the most. What do you feel mm. is the thing that you could do better on? I think it's probably still going out and buying my my vegetables and stuff like that. And like yeah. you say, it is being a little bit more conscious. Okay, I am going into London. Like I said, I haven't passed any of these zero waste stores. Yeah. We've got a motorbike appearing. A bit noisy, I hope. Uh, that's what they've been planned for you. Um, where was I going? Oh, you haven't got any zero waste stores. That's it. But like you say, it's, okay, I'm going into London. Let me use this opportunity to go into them. Okay, I genuinely go into Planet Organic for the vegan cheese. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is making that conscious decision. Okay, like at the end of the day, if it shuts at this time, let me go in, yep. stock up, and then I can take it back with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I often use the excuse of the fact that I don't have a car. I feel good for not having a car because I am a lot more like I'm a lot better in regards to my emissions because I walk a lot of places I'll yep. get public transport where I can etc mm-hmm. um, but yeah that that doesn't need to actually stop me from still making that little bit of extra effort do you know what I mean I can go with my mum to the farm store when she goes to the farm store and get my bits there I don't have to walk to Sainsbury's because it's the only place that's in walking distance yep. um, so I think just having that conversation has probably raised my awareness on it um, I still think for females in regards to kind of beauty products and stuff, it, it, it's difficult. Yep. Um, and any minute they're listening, I'm, I apologise now, but sanitary products is difficult. Um, there are cotton ones that are coming out, but in regards to their actual durability, it's pretty lame, pretty whack. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as we said, in between times. Exactly. Right? And we yeah. are. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. There has to be a, has to be a point when it comes to items like that, mm-hmm. medication whatever things that that you really need like you you have to still buy those right until the until the option is there in and and again this kind of takes us back to what we're doing with the compostable packaging like we the reason we had it in those in the plastic pouches for so long was because there was no other option available and that based on all the research we did was the best Mm. option at the time and the the alternative is you don't consume supplements Mm. which is fine you don't have to but for a lot of people, and myself included, my health would not be the same if I didn't 100%. consume these supplements. Mm. And I know if my health is where it should be, then I'll be more productive at work, I'll be better in my social interactions, I'll have more time for the people, I'll have more energy, and therefore I will Use make a greater... Im- exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'll make, I'll make a greater impact on the world mm. if my health is where it is. So I still put my health number one, mm-hmm. and then everything else becomes the next priority and just doing better that you can the thing i struggle with is hemp seeds i can't find zero waste hemp seeds anywhere so that's the one that's the one that's apart from the granola which we stopped buying it's only plastic if you look at our villa now the only plastic we have is hemp seeds and tahini tubs uh yeah okay yeah but they were brought over yeah and we're gonna fix that as well but there yeah yeah that, that that that's pending but um, yeah, you're right. Because even the veg, you got veg delivered the other day that came yep. in. Like, were they bamboo leaves? Yeah, so it's amazing actually. So they all the all the zero waste stores, and even when we went to that restaurant mm-hmm. the other day here, they give you the takeaway boxes that come wrapped in banana leaves. Yeah, and epic. it's amazing. So we got these. We we got an organic veg and fruit delivery here. 
um, from local farms and everything came wrapped in these banana mm. leaves and everything was loose, everything was locally grown and like the, the flavour of it was amazing and it was mm. so cheap too, cheaper than the supermarkets. Crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, no, we're definitely becoming a lot more conscious of it. I think Asia, so from, from being here, it opened my eyes because in so many ways they're so much more advanced mm. than we are back home. And there's no excuse for that. But I think mm. the reason that that is the case is because they're seeing the front of it. They're the ones that have got Cleaning plastic the in their beaches, oceans. Yeah. They're the ones that, are, that have issues with their air quality because they're burning so much plastic. Because one thing that most a lot of people don't talk about is that a lot of the plastic waste, a lot of the waste in the UK is actually shipped over to Asia exactly. for them to deal Even, with it. And this, that's actually such a valid point as well because the amount of times that people have said to me, yeah, but I recycle. Mm -hmm. But what do you think actually happens? Like, this is the problem. We're, yep. we're led to believe, okay, if something's recyclable, it's going to be recycled and reused mm -hmm. and that's all great. But it's not about putting as much in the recycling as you can it's about avoiding having to put anything in the recycling yep. in the first place yeah um Recy recycling is obviously a lot better of course oh yeah but, oh of course but there's still energy but it's then going that next step because yeah. i was i was ignorant to it too mm -hmm. up until probably only about six months ago yeah where i genuinely was naive enough to think that recycling was the perfect option yeah single-use plastics didn't even register with mm -hmm. me i didn't understand that yeah um yeah yeah and again we like like i said recycle recycling it is is great i'm so glad it's here they don't even they don't have it here they don't have recycling mm. and that's that's a problem but plastic can generally only be recycled once mm -hmm. it still takes energy to recycle that there's mm -hmm. still machinery fuel everything involved so they talk about the four r's right so recycle is one of them Obviously, if you get, if you do find yourself with plastic, with paper, with card, anything like that that can be recycled, please recycle it. Mm. The one thing I'll touch on though with the recycling is the, and going back to, sorry, it's where my thought process was originally going and then I got distracted and diverted my, my thoughts. But that sounds unusual. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Who would have thought? <laughs> but um, with the whole recycling thing, obviously, a lot of it, we ship a lot of it off, off seas or mm -hmm. offshore. And a lot of it does end up in Asia. Yep. And they have very different regulations to us. Mm -hmm. So the majority of this plastic that we are shipping off to be recycled yep. doesn't actually get recycled. Mm -hmm. It just sits there. And that's why, like, yeah, over here in particular, we see a lot of, um, because it's an island, you see a lot of graffiti and stuff where it's like, say no to plastic, this, yep. that, and the other. Because, and they're constantly having to have beach cleanups yep. because of the amount of plastic that's coming through. Yep. Because it's just, yeah. Yep. stuck in a cycle mm -hmm. so recycle is one mm -hmm. reduce mm -hmm. is the other which is massive and that's going to go on to what we're talking about with Green Friday mm -hmm. but reducing our overall consumption not consuming for the sake of consuming not right. buying things because they're cheap or they're there or they'd be nice thinking do I really need that mm -hmm. XYZ you know or can I make do of what I have and we're not saying you have to live the life of a monk. Of course not. We live in a material world and, and to have things and items is nice. But do you really need that third painting on the wall? Or would it a bit of blank space look nice, mm -hmm. right? Or do you need do you really need that coffee machine that you were talking about? Or is a French press gonna do just as good? 
right? So it's it's about reducing the amount that you consume. Mm. Yeah, and I think for me, what in the reduce kind of area of this, the two things that stand out the most that I have really had to reflect on was one uh, in regards to fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, being a female, it is a lot harder to be minimalistic than it is a man. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, back you woman. Um, but with this kind of whole fast fashion movement, it was getting to the point where I had clothes that I maybe wore once or wouldn't necessarily wear again. And I'm not saying you have to buy expensive, sustainable pieces because not everybody can afford that. And I yep. appreciate that completely. Yep. Um, but it is being a lot more mindful. Are you buying things and are you wearing them? Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yep. are you going to wear that on numerous occasions? Yep. If you plan to wear it once, don't bother. Yep. Or buy it secondhand. That's another yep. thing that I've started doing. I go on to like Depop or eBay or whatever. And if there's something that actually I really want, let me just get it secondhand because I. The amount of clothes that at one point I was going through, mm. and okay, I'd give them to a charity shop or whatever, but it was yeah. just stupid yeah. and completely unnecessary. Yeah. So that I became more mindful of. And the other thing is in regards to food, mm. like the granola thing. Do yeah. I really need to eat granola every day? No. Probably not, no. Um, and then finally, Can actually, I stop eating granola every day? It's another question. Yeah, exactly. To be Agreed. continued. To be continued. Check in next week. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so the third thing was, well, in regards to reduction, was um, going in supermarkets and the plastic consumption there, like yep. being a lot more mindful of things. Okay, well, those bananas are wrapped up. They're a little bit more expensive, but realistically, how much more expensive are they? Okay, I'm spending 30p more. Mm. Okay, let's just deal with it. Yep. Um, and then, I'm going off on a tangent. Rain me back in after this one. I've just gone one tangent. One tangent allowed. Um, but I think it was actually raised on two podcasts ago at the Compostable launch, but I'm raising it again now um, because it's something that I actually put into practice afterwards. But in regards to buying the reusable, you know, the, um, the strong bags. Yep. Strong bags. What are they actually called? Bag for, bag life. for life. Buying the bags for life. I had a conversation with my partner the other day. He's like, yeah, but my problem is I always forget to take them. Yep. So I end up buying more. So I've now got like, I think a lot of people can say, my mum I know is the worst. <laughs> a lot of us can say, yeah, I've probably bags got. Bags on bags on I've bags got, for life. Yeah, for real. I've got like 20 bags Multiple for life. Lifetimes multiple lifetimes completely unnecessary and they're still made of plastic yeah like come they're on. not all made of plastic not all made no no retros are good but what i started doing what jack said our mate jack shout out jack's patch once again um was asking for the cardboard boxes mm-hmm. because all of that stuff comes in cardboard boxes pretty yep. much so they have plenty yep so you ask one of them you put your stuff in you take it and you recycle it Yep. And I feel a hell of a lot better. Yep. Or get into the habit of keeping the bags in your boot. Because mm-hmm. you shouldn't, you, you don't, most people don't consciously think when they leave the house at 8 o'clock in the morning, oh, I'm going to go to the supermarket mm. at 6 p.m. tonight, so I need to pick my plastic bags. It's one more thing. But if they live in your boot, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. You can have two sets. So you can have one set which you bring in, unload the shopping, the other set goes in the car, and yeah. it just becomes part of that practice. So whenever you, whenever you call it short, you've got the bags in the boot. Right. Now, so the bags for life are like an amazing initiative, but they're they're similar to the single use coffee cups in the sense that you actually have to use them X number of times mm. in order for it to be more sustainable than the plastic bag because mm. they're bigger, mm. they're thicker, 
they actually use more material. So in order to get to get the environmental impact out of it, you have to use it. I know for the coffee cups, it's like 28 times. You have yeah. to use it rather over a single use yeah. coffee cup. So they're not a free pass to just say, oh, I've got a bag for life. Yeah. I'm done. But That's a really interesting point. Yeah, but if you can get into, the, if you can get into that habit, then you're making a big difference because think about it. And if you do forget them, get a cardboard box. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it makes great fun. You can like wear it as a hat, you can hide in it. Like you can do loads of stuff with it afterwards to make it valuable. Right. Right. Who doesn't love a cardboard box? Best present ever as a kid. I I would always be that kid that I would just like, whatever I got for Christmas, go out of the box. Who cares? Play in the box. Bigger box, the better. Making a den. Yeah. We're making a boat. Rocket. Hey. My, that, that, that was my favourite boxes. Um, but yeah, okay. Third one? Third. Recycle. Uh, yeah. Reduce. We, no, we haven't got that far yet. Oh. Let's talk about it. No, we just no, we did. Reduce. We did say reduce. Reduce, yeah. recycle. Reuse. Reuse. There we go. Like, and I guess we kind of just touched on that as well, like, mm -hmm. in regards to the fact that you do actually have to... These motorbikes are loud out here. Anyway, um, in the fact that you do actually have to reuse a lot of these sustainable, I'm doing these little inverted commas, sustainable items that are available to us for them to actually have a positive impact on the planet. Yeah. Um, but also in regard, there's so much stuff, again, fashion we can touch on, re re reusing, yep. um, stuff in the house. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, what are some of your examples? So a big thing that I do is... I know, like, I'm always, if I'm on the go, I'm probably going to have to eat at some point. So I just keep a reusable knife and fork, mm, the wooden one, do. always keep it in my bag. Mm -hmm. So then if I want to eat, then I can skip the plastic fork. If I want to get a takeaway or something, then I don't have to have the plastic fork. It's like, and then it, it's, it's helped me out so many times mm. as well. Just like when we bought the coconut the other day, I was like, okay, cool, I've got a spoon here and I can just scoop the jelly out. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I do. Um, obviously, water bottle. When mm -hmm. when was the last time you, you saw me about a glass water bottle in my hand? Like some yeah, some people scares say. me sometimes <laughs> when you've got a glass one though. But whatever reusable water bottle that looks like, mm -hmm. like that is a massive thing because then you're not caught short because at the wor the worst case scenario if you're if you're out of water then you can just go right. to the restaurant and they'll fill it up for you. You don't ever have to be that person that has to buy the plastic mm. bottle because you're always prepared. So just make sure even if you leave the house with it empty, then yeah. you, at least you've got one. Sure. So little things like that that you can take take with you and just make sure that then you're not caught short. So again, it's just same that. with coffee cups. Coffee cups, yeah, massive. Coffee cups. I don't drink coffee. I mean, Josh is strange. Um, coffee cups, I think, is a great one as well because you actually end up getting more coffee when you take it into a store, yeah, and you true. generally pay less. This is true. Uh, they're obviously they're promoting it a lot more now in regards to you getting money off. A yep. lot, most coffee houses do that. Yep. Um, so that's another really good one as well. Yep. Yeah, I think we've covered a lot of reuse. Mm. And do you know the fourth one? Reinforce the above. <laughs> yeah, good. that could be a fifth. Um, repair. Yeah. So if you have something that's broken, do you automatically need something new? Right. Or can it be fixed? Mm. A lot of the time it can be fixed. Mm. Unless, I, unless you're Charlotte's flip flops, because <laughs> yeah, and, story, it's, and, yeah. and don't get me wrong, it's the easiest option to say mm. my iPhone's broke. I'm gonna get an iPhone 10 now, but is it just a screen? Can you get a screen repair? Mm. Can you get a screen protector to prevent it breaking? Is it just a sound issue? Can you take it into the technician and 
and get the sound repaired like that if you can basically every time you you have something if you can just say and, and you're going to throw it away can this be repaired can this still be a value to me of course mm. it can't always but if you can repair and if you can't repair can you rehome so can this thing that is no longer of use to me can this sofa that is no that no, i no longer need can that be rehomed mm. can that be given to someone else who can use it yeah and i think that goes back to again the um the fast fashion piece again which i was saying in, yep. in, in buying second hand yep going to thrift stores to buy clothes yep. going like using those kind of websites second hand websites to to yeah i mean that's obviously a bit more of a reused thing as well but yeah it's they all kind of merge into one, I guess, mm-hmm. when you when you really become a bit more conscious of it and think that a little bit more. Yep. Do I need to buy this new? I think is the biggest thing. Do I need, do I need to buy this in the first place? Yeah. Do yep. I need to buy it new? Yep. Um, I think there, is there any other more sustainable options? I think they're probably like, that's the thought process, isn't it? Yep. I think your four R's are obviously easier to remember, but yeah. <laughs> um, which I think nicely leads us on talking of like, overconsumption or consuming things that we don't necessarily need or there are other options talking about why we've chosen to really push this new concept of green friday mm-hmm. yeah josh is smiling yeah I'm, <laughs> i was smiling because it's like it's very it's very new and, and and obviously it's something so the reason we put a lot of thought into this mm. We didn't. It wasn't just a simple case of changing the color because one of the comments we got is that okay, yeah, you're still offering discounts though for Green Friday, and the reason we're still doing that is because it shouldn't be a case of our customers miss out just no. because we're doing green initiatives. We still want to be able to offer these discounts and these sales to our customers because you guys support us all year, and mm. and without you, we wouldn't have a business to run. So we want to give something back, of course. But for me, it was the term. Black Friday that I didn't feel comfortable with and if I'm honest I never felt comfortable with like if you speak to Charlotte when so Charlotte's our marketing manager she's amazing she's gonna be on the next podcast but when before she came to the business two years ago we had never had a Black Friday sale mm-hmm. because I was like it's not something I can support I just when I think of Black Friday I close my eyes and I think of these people in the supermarkets fighting over the new TVs or fighting over the clothing rail and just buying a load of shit that they really don't need just because it's cheap mm. right I remember the thing that got me Black Friday I remember seeing this advert I wrote an email about it last year I saw an advert for a smoothie maker that also had an mp3 player in, in it I'm rolling my eyes right <laughs> and it was, and the whole advert was about, okay, now you can make your smoothies and play your music at the same time. So it had a button where you could just load your songs. Because you can't play. do that currently. Exactly. And, and it's like, and then they were selling it. Oh, it's 40% off because it's Black Friday. So it's cheap. So you, mu- you must get it. Because I've always wanted to play music while I've blend my smoothie. It's necessary. Exactly. And, it, that, and that just, for me, epitomizes what Black Friday is about. And I felt, we felt, that the longer that if we continue to use the term Black Friday, it encourages other businesses to do the same, mm-hmm. and it encourages that mentality of reckless consumption. It encourages that mentality of going out and buying a load of stuff that you don't need because it's cheap and because it's on the sale and because it's Black Friday and you've got nothing else to do and it's this big holiday that's all about consumption. Black Friday mm-hmm. was built, Black Friday wasn't built with our best interests at heart. Black Friday was built by marketing departments as a way to sell stuff, mm. to sell their surplus stock, or just to get to pay for their Christmas party. 
I was going to say, and the deep rooted history of that as well is not something that we want to support. There's so many parts to it that are exactly. just not... Exactly, yeah. And, and we felt that, in all, that if we are going to influence change, it's not good enough for us to say, we're going to do Black Friday, but we're going to plant some trees. We had to move away from Black Friday mm-hmm. completely. And, and as far as I'm concerned, we can't use that term any longer because if we do, it gives other people permission to do the same. And it also gives us, as a company, permission to, okay, if we're doing Black Friday sales then why don't I go out on Black mm-hmm. Friday and buy a load of stuff and, and probably half of it that I won't actually use. So we flipped it to Green Friday and the the ethos behind it is that our customers win so they don't have to give up on the discounts that they would normally have on Green Friday but we, do, we give back to the planet at the same time. So we make sure that every purchase that is made is actually doing a net positive for the planet instead mm-hmm. of a net negative. So the way we do that is we're planting 10 trees for every order. Makes me so happy. Um, and it's not... Can I... I was about to say, can I, I think you're about to go there anyway. Go. Butting in in regards to the trees, because we've had a lot of people talk about or ask questions about this in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of people ask questions about this in the past where obviously trees, just planting a tree isn't necessarily the best thing. Um, from the point of view in regards to native, like having native trees or indigenous trees, and yeah. also in regards to how long they take to grow, or whatever, whatever. But yeah, we did we did a lot of research on the tree planting companies that we work with and the projects that we choose to support, um, because it's not a simple case of we can't we can't think that oh we plant a tree and everything will be fine. Number one, what kinds of trees are you planting? Where are you planting them? And are these kinds of trees that you're planting? appropriate for the habitat that you're planting them in we can't go and plant palm trees in epping forest equally we can't go and plant conifers in a mangrove Mm -hmm. in madagascar we have to make sure that the trees that we're planting are native and indigenous to the local environment which is what we're doing so every tree that we plant is native and indigenous to that environment Mm -hmm. um and also we have to make sure that if we do plant them how are they managed how Mm. are they looked after because are they going to get chopped down in two years' time? Are, are you educating the local community on the benefits of these trees? Are you actually providing them with jobs and income if they plant these trees and look after these trees? Or are you just going, as many many of these tree planting projects have, you, you're going to do your philanthropic thing. Cool, you plant a load of trees. There was one example that was in Haiti after the um, devastation that they had a few years ago. And, and, they, and, and this, I'm sure it came with a really great intention these um, philanthropists went in and they planted a load of trees to rewild this forest area that had been devastated. Mm. Within two years, as the trees started to grow, the locals just chopped them all down again Mm. because they had no resources. They'd been left and this was wood that they could either craft or they could turn into energy and fire. And how the hell can you blame someone who's living in that that poverty-stricken state to... Like for, for keeping their family alive and putting food on the table of course you can't but if you can go one step further and if what they could have done is said look actually you guys are planting the trees we're giving you jobs and not only is it your job to plant them it's now your job to be gatekeepers of these forests you're looking after it you're managing the plantation you're making sure that uh, it's well watered and the trees are guarded and looked after and these are the benefits it has to your community it will provide you with oxygen it will provide you with fruit it will provide you with whatever and so the third part of what we do for the tree planting is that they provide jobs to local mm. people too. Um, so it's a really, really holistic approach to tree planting. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's not just a case of just planting trees. Right. 
The second thing we're doing is 10% of all sales are going to environmental charities. Um, the reason, reason we did this is because we wanted to be able to give back to people that we know are doing good work. Obviously, this year has not been an easy one for the planet, um, in particular the Amazon rainforest. So we've really chosen to focus our attention there on people that, that we know and we have seen are doing amazing work there in Trusted. the Amazon. Yeah, um, one one of the charities is called Amazon Watch. I only discovered them when I saw how they reacted to the Amazon uh, fires that were going on. And this charity has actually been around 20 years and they are on the front line supporting the rights of indigenous people in the Amazon and, and stopping it basically mm. being sold off to businesses. And they've got a hell of a fight on their hands with their prime minister. And mm. they need all the help they can get. But I see the way that they're using their money for such good and such such a positive force that they are someone that we chose to work with mm-hmm. uh, the other was cooler who yep. um, they work on a number of um, rainforest protection and reforestation projects uh, around the world and their goal is to prevent and and at the very least slow down climate change through the reforestation projects um, so that's the second thing we're doing the third is obviously what we normally do which is a carbon neutral de- delivery uh, the way that works is that for every delivery that we make, we understand that there is fuel involved, there's transportation, there's mm-hmm. everything. Um, so every delivery we make, we offset it, uh, we carbon offset that delivery. And that means that we pay a fee to uh, environmental charities, to rainforest protection, uh, to renewable energy projects. And that money then goes back in to make the delivery carbon neutral. So they're the three elements of Green Friday. And of course, we now have the compostable packaging kicking mm-hmm. in. So we wanted we wanted to create something where you know that, yes, you're buying the products you love and you're buying them at a discount, but also you're giving back at the same mm-hmm. time. So what we were talking about earlier about actually using your decisions and like reclaiming your power and using the decisions that you make to do good, like this is one that you can do. Choosing to, to purchase from a company who's doing these things, you know that every purchase you make is doing good for the planet too mm-hmm. not just for you not just for your wallet yeah amen to that yeah um but i want to say that it's not like green friday is not an excuse just to because it's 15 percent off mm. to buy double right i mean the only thing that i will say is the difference in regards to obviously our products is their products that are used yeah no exactly of course sorry goods. what i mean by that i, I phrase it wrong if 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 you, of course, if you're going to use them, like stock up yeah. for the whole year, but it's not an excuse just to buy a load of like stuff that you don't need yeah. just be, just because it's cheap. And yeah. I don't think our customers would do that for any no. moment. But it's, I think know. all of us need a reminder because yeah. we, say, we say none of our customers. But I, I can tell you, last year as soon as it came Black Friday, I'm there on whatever jumper it was that yep. I was looking at that I wanted to wear that winter. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And and stuff like that. Whereas now I'm a bit more like, yo, T, you've got jumpers. Mm-hmm. Chill. Yep. Um, save save your pennies. Yeah. Save your pennies. Um, but yeah, we can have the best intentions, but unless sometimes those thought processes are in our conscious mind, we can all become victim to the marketing games. Yep. Uh, we are we are all exposed to societal conditioning. We've all had to deprogram ourselves mm-hmm. just to even get to this point. Um, so I think it's a case of. Cut yourself a little bit of slack in regards to what you've done in the past. Yeah. Uh, even if you're still doing it right to this moment till you've heard this podcast and now we're checking you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just know that you check yourself. So, so, sounds like I'm trying to do like an STI test here. Uh, get yourself tested. Um, no, but check yourself. Check your friends. If you're doing something that you think, oh my gosh, like 
like I'm now doing this and I, I think this is making a difference. Share it. Yep. Talk about it. Because like I said, even just having the conversations over the past couple of days, I'm like, Oh shoot, yeah. Yeah. I could be I could be doing that. Yep. Rather than me being like a bit defensive or mm-hmm. not necessarily consciously thinking about it, however good my intentions may be. Yep. Um so yeah, talk more guys. Yep. It was it was actually said to me the other day, he said, um, did you know that like not actually not uh, I can't speak uh, leaving your plugs mm-hmm. plugged in yeah. even if they're turned off it's still consuming energy so you can just unplug yeah. a simple thing like that I had no idea no I didn't and it's just it's having those conversations with your friends mm. and surrounding yourself with people that are willing to have those conversations that's a big thing too yeah. because like four or five years ago m- my friends certainly weren't having these conversations mm. and I've now got to a point where I've chosen to surround myself with people who care about the things that I care about and then we can help each other on that path too. And if you haven't found that yet, then maybe look at ways that you can attract more like-minded people into your your community, whether that's going to um, like meetups or whether that's... um, Facebook's a great tool for this thing. Yeah. Social media, like, Facebook's actually become my favourite platform again now because of the the post... Because 30th birthday's coming up. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I'm 21. But um, in regards to like the content that I interact on all the time. Yeah. Like, dog videos. Do- dog videos. But uh, just just vegan news, environmental yeah, yeah. news. Like yep. You love it when I go on Facebook. Because I enlighten <laughs> your day with the most positive news going. Um, but yeah. So it is. And, and going on there. They, there's so Once you put one meetup that you're interested in. You've got about a thousand. That mm-hmm. are similar. In a similar area that you could be joining up to as well. So yeah. I think it's really important to align yourself with people. Yep. But it is about being that. That. Like leader at times as well. And like you said earlier. Like you do have a voice. Yep. And even if people may get defensive. Like I'm not saying. Preach and force your opinions on other people. But. Don't be scared to plant those seeds in the first place because, okay, you might plant a seed and that person may get defensive, but you planted the seed. You can step away and watch it grow. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, even in regards to me turning vegan, the first person to plant a seed, immediately I got defensive, mm-hmm. bit them, bit their face, not literally, just to clarify. Um, but it planted a seed and I was like, oh, crumbs. Like, yep. it, it just started to manifest and manifest. And yep. even, like, stuff like turning off lights. Yep. At first I'm like... I do try and turn, like, it was mm. actually my dad, he's like, we need to be more conscious about, like, turning off lights, yep. I always turn off the lights. Yeah. Because you see it as an attack. Yeah. Then I actually thought about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I left my bedroom light on. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or, oh, yeah, I, I left this light on, or whatever, and it is just, you, you just saying those things and checking people, yep. it does leave an imprint. Yeah. Whether you realise it or not. Completely. We're way more influential than we realise. Completely. And I think, actually, although we've sat here talking about Black Friday and just overconsumption. I think it's also a perfect time to have this conversation because obviously a lot of people sorry, I've got a mozzy incense, it's like surrounding me. Um, back to the point. We are approaching the festive season. We are approaching a time when a lot of people are buying gifts for loved ones, which I think is a lovely sentiment, but we should all be that little bit more mindful on that front as well in yep. regards to the overconsumption. It's not just about what we're buying ourselves on. Because yep. let's be honest, I'm sorry, but Black Friday, everybody is just consuming for themselves. 
It's an mm-hmm. excuse. But Christmas, yes, it's for buying for other people. So sometimes we justify it because we're trying to do a good deed for someone else. Yep. We want to make someone else happy. But someone that I know actually put up a post the other day and they're like, okay, this Christmas we're only buying from like lo- local small businesses. Mm-hmm. Great. One, the shipping's less. Two, yep. you're supporting local businesses. Um, and then they were, instead of buying for their parents, who they know have got everything that they need, they were going to donate to their parents' favorite charities. Yep. Stuff like that. Um, and I think that's the thing as well. It's, it's, it, can you hear the cats? Mm-hmm. Um, it is a lovely idea to be buying gifts for people, but it doesn't need to necessarily be a material thing that is just not going to add any value. Yeah. Again, we can apply the R's. Mm-hmm. You can repair something. You can reuse something. Like for me, when I'm talking about reusing, I'm actually going to go onto wrapping paper, stuff like that. Actually, yeah. I should do. we should do a little Christmas episode at some point. Mm. Um, recycling, buying things secondhand. Like you can yep. save a lot of money. You can get things that are virtually brand new because most people use things once or twice mm-hmm. or upgrade before it's necessarily broken. So think about those options as well. And also like... I I would say that 90, 90% of people, certainly the people that I buy for, prefer experiences over things. Mm-hmm. So can you can you book a day out somewhere? Right. Can you book a, a trip? Can you like whatever whatever that looks like, you know, that you know, it doesn't have to yeah. be an item. You can still give generously because like giving is such a wonderful exactly. feeling and that doesn't have to go away. But sometimes it's it's the, mo- the the most thoughtful gifts I've ever got have never been. Things. Here's an item I bought from the store. No, I think that's a, your painting as one. Mm. Like it's one thing that I painted Joshi a picture the, of his birthday. That you know mm. wasn't you you couldn't in a million years you couldn't go to mm. a store and buy that. But that meant more to me than any anything I've mm. ever been purchased. And so maybe it's just thinking a little bit outside the box mm. and thinking, okay, what can I do? What does this person really value? Probably not the flat screen TV. No. Do you know yeah. what I'm going to buy my dad? I want to get him those lights that turn off when they're the sensor lights. What about a Do blender that doesn't make any noise? Oh, let's not go on to the blender. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I'll give my dad so much satisfaction. He doesn't listen to the podcast, does he? He won't have caught up by this point, no. Okay. Um, but yeah, the lights, the, the sensor lights. That's a good idea. It's a great idea, yeah. right? Thoughtful, because then you're making a positive environmental impact too. Exactly, and I'm adjusting his OCD, or yep. I'm serving his OCD, so winner, I'm going to be the best daughter ever. The fact that I'm the only daughter is irrelevant. <laughs> I'll be the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope that that gives everybody a little bit more insight into things. It's all things that I think of things that we've been aware of for a while there's new things and yep. I'm sure that'll be the same with you lot there, there'll be stuff that you're fully aware of there'll be stuff that we planted seeds and will be stuff that you'll be like oh yeah let me start that as of now before we go mm. I want to both set an intention of things that we could do better okay so one thing that and I want to check ourselves so next time we're on the podcast right. we can talk about ways that, that we're not doing it and ways that things that we think we can do better and what we're going to improve on I mean, personally, I think that I do everything great. I'm basically plastic-free and great human. Um, No, okay. Granted. Mm. I'll I'll start with mine. Mine's put me on the spot. Yeah, you start with yours. I thought about it uh, a couple months ago. And Can I'm you see the prep, the pre prep that he's put in? <laughs> put me on the spot no, no, to no, make this, me look this, silly. <laughs> this is this is literally just it came to mind because I always think we should hold ourselves accountable mm-hmm. and always think of ways that we can do better. 
Um, and if you're listening, like I'd encourage you to do the same as well. Like maybe write down something that you feel you could improve and then mm-hmm. come back to it in a month's time and see what you can do better. So for me, I've decided I'm not taking short haul flights anymore. Mm-hmm. And I wanna like, the reason I'm vocalizing this is because I know if I vocalize it, then it will come into reality because it would be so easy for me next summer to say, I'm going to Amsterdam for a long weekend, flights are cheaper and they're quicker rather than getting the Eurostar, which takes six hours, but I know for a fact it's environmentally so much more sustainable. So I said to myself, and it actually happened as a result of last year's trip to Amsterdam, when I missed one flight, another one got delayed for four hours, and the flight I had before that was the one coming back from Austria that got cancelled and we had to go to another airport, and the universe has just messed me around so much when it comes to short-haul flights. It's basically, for me, I've taken it as a sign to say, you don't belong on these flights anymore. I still intend to travel, because I think travel is one of the biggest gifts you can give yourself, but I'm gonna do it in a much more sustainable way. So if I'm traveling, if I'm, when I say short haul flights, anywhere that can be accessed within reason, I'm not gonna do a a Greta and do Mm -hmm. six weeks across the Atlantic Ocean, but if I'm traveling in Europe, for example, then I can drive, I can take a train. It's simple things like that. So that's been my intention, and that's something that as of next year, I don't want a short haul flight. Okay. Mine aren't quite so grand, but everything everything helps, guys. 100%. Um, so for me, just actually from this conversation, the awareness of kind of how much stuff needs to be used to be mm-hmm. uh, actually sustainable. I am the worst at buying reusable coffee cups. Okay. I yep. actually think I have like a small collection. It's okay. a small collection, but I have a collection because I'm always like... Oh no! Don't want to have that plastic top. Let yep. me let me buy this this reusable one, thinking mm-hmm. I'm doing good a good deed. But like you say, like they're all well and good if you're using them. So I need to be more mindful with that. Yep. for sure. Um, but the other thing that I want to do is I talk about the whole fruit and veg issue, mm-hmm. um, and I want to be more conscious at getting fruit and veg that don't come in plastic. So whether cool. that is a case of I'm organising. A trip with either my friend or with my parents or whoever yep. to go to a local farm yep. or whether I start doing microgreens myself. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going to do a podcast with Jack at some point, talk a little bit more deeper on like yeah. kind of microgreens and stuff like that because it's something that I've only been made aware of more recently um, and in regards to like the nutrient content and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they're my two things. Cool. Wicked. Done. Wicked. And that's all we can do. We can like you keep saying check yourself mm-hmm. before you wreck your planet and then you will know like you, you're holding yourself accountable and mm-hmm. we can all do better and if we all apply that mindset to everything whether that's our health whether that's the environment then we're going to move collectively to a much greater destination For sure but if we if we all if we all have the mindset i'm just one person i won't make a difference then we're not going to get anywhere and if oh, but i do this yeah 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 yeah, or getting defensive and mm-hmm. saying, yeah, yeah, but, but I'm okay, I'm better than 90% of people. You're better than 90% of the people, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, be proud of yourself, but that doesn't mean you can't do better. Exactly. That doesn't mean you can't shoot for the 5% or the 2% mm-hmm. or the 1%. Let's get it, guys. Cool. Um, and, what else was I going to say? No, I think that's everything, isn't it? Huh? Which one? B12. B12. Ha. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to whisper that because I was like, "Is it?" Oh, I knew there was something. When does this go live? Now. Now. Tomorrow. Um, UK peeps. B12 launching on Saturday, 
EU, Germany, B12, D3 launching on Saturday, D3 launching in the UK too on Saturday, Green Friday next week, B12 will launch in the USA in about two weeks' time. Actually, I can explain why the B12 launches later in the US, because that's an environmental decision that we've made. we put it on a boat instead of on a plane. Epic! Which, unfo- like, um, okay, so I, it, unfortunately it does mean that it, the delay, that US yeah. customers do get slightly delayed, but for the sake of two weeks, the environmental yeah. savings that we can make... Yeah, it's huge. It, yeah. And one, once it's over in the first place, it's only ever going to be at the launch, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because exactly. Because that's why we've got the... Um, what's Donna's title? Donna's title. Oh, operations. Operations yeah, manager. Yeah. To keep an eye on these things. Yeah, yeah. To make sure that there is a constant flow of stock and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, it's only the initial launch that is ever going to be a delay anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And B12. Taking B12 is arguably one of the most environmentally sustainable things you can do. Because if you're taking B12, you don't need to eat meat. Mm. And if you eat meat, then that's one of the worst things you can do for the planet. Exactly. Anyway. And fat check, 93% of all B12 supplements are given Mm -hmm. to factory farmed animals. So if you think consuming meat is natural because it's a source of B12, that meat is not a source of B12. Because because the B12 is given to the factory farmed animals. So you're actually just cutting out the middleman. Exactly. Exactly. Direct. Or as Nico says, cut out the middle fish. The middle fish? Yeah. That's the omega-3 though. Uh, Oh, I like it. Oh, we've got a smart one on the group, haven't we? Anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to tune in. If you have made a decision of what you're going to make a, a bit more effort with, please let us know. Slide on in the DMs. Yeah, do it, actually, because uh, I don't often get to see the responses to the podcast, so that'd be nice. Like, tag yeah. us on Instagram or something, or just, like, message us on stories. I still read those. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, nice. maybe we'll put out a little broadcast or a little... Uh, broadcast a poll not a poll a question tab on the stories <laughs> at some point for you guys to yeah, write that'd in. Be cool. that'd um, be cool that'd be dope but yeah so let us know what you're doing let us know if there's anything that maybe we've missed that we could talk about at another time just to to pass on the the insight to everybody else um and have a great week first and foremost we love you one love peace <laughs>